everyone. Happy holidays. We're joining you for a special episode of Shh, We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Kalina. And this is Saylette. And we know it's not our normal uh, week to put up an episode, but we wanted to do this holiday book especially for you guys and for the holiday season. And so today we're going to be talking about Meet Me in Las Feliz by Kelly Reynolds. Yes. So Kelly is actually a host of a romance novel review podcast, Boobies and Newbies. So we, I don't, we didn't advertise this for people to listen. Like we didn't know about this in this, our last episode. Okay. Well, I mean, it'll go up on on social medias, but we didn't tell them about it in the last episode. No, because we're just doing this spontaneously. Yeah. It's a surprise. We read this book. It's super fun. It's inspired something in us to do other events and activities that obviously we have no time for, but we're doing anyway. (laughs) So if you guys have read this book or had a chance to read it, then we hope you enjoy our review of it. Yes. And if not, we hope this will encourage you to go out and get it because it's a really fun book. Um, So yeah, again, Kelly hosts the Boobies and Newbies podcast, which is a a, a fellow romance podcast, just like us. Well, not just like us. Uh, She does other things. (laughs) (laughs) They're different, but hopefully, I mean, some of you probably have listened if you're big into the romance uh, genre and are familiar with her. And she recently got into writing, put this book out in, I think it came out in October or November. Anyway, recently, just in the fall, right before the holiday season, because it is a holiday rom-com kind of book. It's super low anxiety, like, you know, unlike some of our paranormal, because it's a contemporary (laughs) uh, romance, unlike some of our paranormal, there's no like high stakes drama happening. It's just like low key personal relationship, two Uh people meet, fuck, fall in love kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) It is. And so like timely and inspiring because this is exactly the things that we want to do. Like, you know. We're podcasters who want to write our own books. So this is Absolutely. Great. I love this. Uh, I hope it becomes a trend where podcasters get book deals. <laughs> That'd Let's be super this. fun. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, we wanted to share this book with you today. Not too much to do for the Clits Notes. It's pretty quick. Uh, we meet Nora and Bowie. Uh-huh. Nora is an aspiring actress, um, plus-sized or, you know, of the more full-figured actress uh, variety living in LA and you know despite her family's misgivings about that choice of career that's what she's doing she's pursuing it she also nannies and and does some other um, work to help support herself while she pursues this this dream of hers Uh, Bowie is a British man who has moved to Los Angeles and uh, runs a tea shop that used to be his grandmother's. And he lives in the home that used to be hers. So so she left her home and her tea shop to him when she passed away. And he's bisexual and he's a shorter ginger man. And it's super lovely because they Mm -hmm. come together. And it's one of those funny meet cutes where they both happen to be attending friends uh, a Thanksgiving of other people because they're not with their own families. And she walks in on him in the bathroom <laughs> and he's just from there on. They're just like <laughs> flirting back and forth and super cute. I mean, in the beginning, he can't be too into her because he's supposed to be there with his girlfriend. But they broke up months ago, but she didn't want to tell her family that, I guess. Except then she's yeah. not even at Thanksgiving. <laughs> she she shows up like three hours late and announces yeah, <laughs> she's moving to later. Bali. <laughs> 
so bizarre. And he's like, hey, I'm your boyfriend, <laughs> supposedly. <laughs> so, and then the rest of the book kind of takes place between that Thanksgiving and Christmas where, you know, they meet again, sparks are flying, they go on a date, and then how it kind of grows into a relationship and then... You know, they have a little stumble where, oh, is it too much, too fast? We, I need some space. Do you need some mm-hmm. space? You know, like, no, don't space. Oh, yes. Uh, space turns out to be two days, guys. So <laughs> it's she, really fast. When it goes she, super quick. It goes super fast. But also when she says low anxiety, like she means low anxiety. Like she's not going to leave you hanging on will they make it or not. It is right. like two days later, they're like, I love you. It's fine. We're cool. Yeah. They connect really quickly. They start fucking st- oh. So much fucking, guys. There's like, it's, it's just a huge fuck capade. Such fuck-capade. a lovely, lovely dirty oh, book. I loved it. And the, uh, Kelly's writing is funny. She's a great writer. And yeah. uh, I enjoyed the story. And it's very inclusive. And I just, I, I love it so much. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's, the, I'm just, that's what I'm giving you for Clit's Notes. There's not. Yeah. That's it's, that it's, <laughs> that's it. It's a good book. And <laughs> now we talk about the sex parts because that's really. That's really really it i mean stellar (laughs) so uh, this this book has inspired us to do something on our own which is why i mean i don't even know why we've never thought of this for as long as we have been doing this podcast i feel like when i read about it it was a big duh and i felt i don't know i agree i was like this should have come up before i I cannot believe we didn't think of this Especially because we like to create traditions. We love fucking traditions. We love to make up things that then become something we have to do for the rest of our lives. (laughs) (laughs) And you used to do sex toy parties. So the I, fact that we never put all of the shit we'd love to do together into a white elephant sex toy only party, oh triple Xmas party, is crazy. So, it's bonkers. Yeah. So that takes place in the book. It actually is a bachelorette bachelor mm. party for the couple that's going to get married. And instead of having it, you know, separate or whatever, they just have one big party where all their friends come together and bring uh, you know, white elephant sex toy gift, and then they do the exchange and the steal and the everything like that, and it's yep. super fun. And they also dress up as um, sexy holiday costumes. <laughs> I love that aspect of it too. And if we ever decided to do that for ours in the future, mm-hmm. I am one hundred percent coming in as a furry. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be me as a furry, like as a what furry. Oh, you know, I have that black unicorn. Uh, oh, the unicorn onesie. with the dildo on the top? Yes. I am <laughs> the penguin. It looks like a penguin with a dildo yes. on its head. <laughs> it, yes. It looks like a penguin with the dildo. It's supposed. To, it's a unicorn with the horn, but it does not look like it. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> I will straight up put a condom on the end of that unicorn horn. <laughs> I will do it. So whenever we decide to get crazy and weird, I'm fucking do it. But it's inspired us to do our own. So we're excited to host one. Yeah, because we're we're recording now a week before the party that we have scheduled um, yeah. with a bunch of friends and family and and people who who we know who like our podcast. 
but we wanted to get the bulk of this episode done and recorded for you so that uh, yeah you guys can know about this book that's super good and super funny and hopefully Um, it inspires something for you guys to do with your own set of friends and (laughs) it's not only sounds a lot of fun but it's um it's a space that you guys can just be open about you know and not be afraid to share I think absolutely and I think that's part of what the whole like our podcast and others Mm -hmm. are about is getting people out of the shame of talking about sexuality and 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 intimacy and relationships because uh too often if you never talk about it then you start to think certain things are like okay or you you aren't sure and you there's things you could be worried about or not know and Mm -hmm. there's a shame attached to all that and you know people aren't even necessarily open with their doctors or people who they might want to talk about so sometimes talking about it first with someone who you're close to like a friend can give you that like insight like oh no that's a totally common normal behavior or you know Mm -hmm. like oh that might be something to be concerned about if you're feeling paid or something you know unusual is happening so we just want to be more open and like engaging with our friends about this stuff because it's not a shameful part of life it's right. a fun and natural part of life exactly and of course we respect anybody who still wants to be private in their sexual lives that's totally cool too but we also are letting others know that we are an open but no, not an open book but we are open and we would love to if anybody wants to discuss about it yeah. privately or whatever we're here for that kind of stuff so exactly. but we're um excited for the party <laughs> Super exciting. So so back to the book. They have the sex party or the the white elephant sex toys only party. And Nora gets wait, is it Nora or Bowie? Who is it that gets the butt plug? Bowie steals it from somebody because he bought So Bowie it'll be bought it. Fun. And no, does Nora steal it? Okay, now I, I don't, don't know. know. One of them ends up with it. They, and well, brings they, it they both end their... up with their own gifts, I think. Oh, really? <laughs> I miss that. I know. Oh, because remember. I mean, like that's almost the rule, right? You buy the present that you, you really want. want. Yeah, that's ex- essentially what it is. Anyway, because he did buy the butt plug. Okay, and I think she ended up having to to steal it. I think it I think was she did. I think so too. It. I think she went last, and it got okay. opened, and he, yeah. they kind of looked at each other, and he was like, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she was like, I'm going to get that. And so she went and stole it at the end. So she'd have it. And like, I think he got nipple clamps. Oh, which I, I feel like she had bought. Okay. Yeah. There was something about the, yeah, a nipple ish toy. But I got excited right away when I, when I, when I read about the, the butt plug. Cause I just, I don't know. I think butt play is just really intriguing. I'm scared of it. Like, I'm <laughs> really nervous about it for myself. But I love reading about it and I like watching it. But it's like, you know, so when I saw that, I was like, yes. And he's bisexual. So for me, that was just like extra intriguing and mm-hmm. interesting, you know? So I think they did use it. Did they use it for their first? Yeah, um, they used it that night after yeah. the party. He, Yeah, he, he put it in her. And then like him describing what it felt like, because it was also a vibrating butt plug. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. then when he's, you know, taking her doggy style and the butt plugs in and he can feel it yeah. uh, between her walls. It's that that was a good sex scene. These descriptions were fucking good. Yeah. Holy. There's no holding back in this. <laughs> no, there's, there's not. <laughs> Oh if my god, any guys. Kind of, yeah, kink that you think you might want to read about that's probably in this book. 
Yeah. And if you're not afraid to get into a book that is like straight up fucking with super, super, it she does not hold back, just like Kalina says, then this is the book for you. If you haven't really read a book that's, you know. Yeah. If you're like, only into like the closed door romances. Yeah. If that's where you've gone so far, this would not be the first one I would recommend. <laughs> I'd take it easy, do some yes. vanilla sex first, because this yes. is the least vanilla we've read in a while. Yeah. That's like if you want to do a Bernadette book. We would always recommend it. Well, we love that, but those ones are and, and those ones are completely closed door. Yeah, completely closed door. Whereas if you want to move a little bass to closed door, I'm sure we have a bunch that are more just, mm -hmm. you know, tame. Tame. Yeah. Like maybe Corinne. I think Corinne might be one of those. True. Um, but anyway, this is just one of <laughs> the many <laughs> sexy. one of the many sexy. They had like a whole, what was it, like a week or two where they were just like everywhere, fucking everywhere. I think, yes. Okay. But I think we've jumped ahead a little bit because I really wanted to start with after their first like official date. Oh, So they yes. went on a date. <laughs> They're like, uh, it's a, they were wearing ugly Christmas sweaters, but I feel like it was a Santa bar hop. And everybody else was in Santa gear and they were not. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, they were it was like a it was a it was a holiday themed bar hopping event. And so they mm -hmm. were drinking quite a bit and going bar to bar. And Nora didn't get a role that she had auditioned for. She heard about it while they were out drinking. And so she was a little bit bummed. She came back and kind of hit the booze pretty, pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> and ended up pretty drunk. And, you know, Bowie helped her get home, like, you know, got a, a lift for them to get home, a uh, ride chair. And then she's throwing up outside and gets her in the, you know, house. And she has roommates and, you know, they were going to take care of her. But he, like, stays anyway mm -hmm. and sleeps on the couch, which is really sweet. He helps her get dressed. She's sitting, like, after her shower, like, her roommate yeah. helps her shower. And then she's sitting on the floor in her towel, just like, I don't know how to dress myself. <laughs> What to do now? <laughs> you know that kind of drunk where you're just oh, like, yes. I can't function. Nope. <laughs> I'm sitting here because I don't know how to move. Correctly. I don't know what to do now. What happens now? I could totally see it. So he very <laughs> respectfully helps her put on his shirt and gets her into bed and like all this lovely shit. And then he goes downstairs and sleeps on the couch. And he's not at all an, you know, asshole, mm -mm. like, taking mm -mm. advantage of the situation. Mm -mm. And then in the morning, he makes them all breakfast. Yeah, because he's a baker. He's a baker. Mm -hmm. And then they spend the whole day together, which is very sweet. They go shopping, and then they come back and watch movies on the couch and, you know, fool around a little bit. And mm -hmm. part of that is he goes down on her, yep. and it's a really lovely oral scene. And then he's like, okay, I'm good. And he, like, doesn't <laughs> expect anything, like, no reciprocal. Yeah. He's like, no, that's good. I'm going to head out now. And, like, it's just a, oh, I love that. I love yeah. the idea that not every sex act has to be a tit for tat in a relationship. Exactly. Like, I'm just going to give this to you i don't need anything else right now yes no like it, there's none of that now it's my turn what are you gonna do? yeah no he just wanted to pleasure her and it was good i'd forgotten about that scene because i went straight to the intercourse of course <laughs> of course, of course i and do not even like <laughs> the intercourse but you're like um the, the first butt one plug. was a little bit tame <laughs> so i'm gonna jump to like three in <laughs> when they have butt plug and he ties her hands up and it's a yes! little bit dommy yeah i'm gonna jump <laughs> straight to the like dom scene <laughs> can you tell i wanted the ranch <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh we always know what you want sailor <laughs> 
<laughs> but that was a lovely scene. It was, and and, they, and he goes down on her a lot. And uh, she does eventually, you know, she does reciprocate because she does at one point. Uh, I don't remember what the situation was. She, she had a really good interview uh, or, uh, or uh, audition. Audition. I can't use the right words because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not in the scene, guys. Yes, we're not LA people. But um, <laughs> she has a really great audition and she's feeling super wonderful like yes. the, the casting director told her like heads up we will be calling you back like just nice. you know really yeah. great and so she's on the bus and she's heading to his house and she's just like I am feeling all kinds of hot mm-hmm. about herself and really up and so she texts him I'm gonna suck your dick until you come on my tits <laughs> yes and, and he- he's all like yeah I will uh- also accept that <laughs> So she shows up at his house and says it again, and they have that scene, and she's like, I've never let anyone come on me before, but I feel like I really wanted to give that something to Bowie, because, you know, he helped her study and, like, practice the lines and all the stuff for the audition, and she's just Mm -hmm. like, I want to do this, because it makes me feel good and will make him happy, too, so. And it made him super, super happy. He was like, that's the best blowjob I've ever gotten in my life. (laughs) essentially which i mean we're at this point let's just do it now yeah that's our kiss and tell so that's our kiss and tell is whether or not we have ever let our partners finish on us that could be your butt that could be your chest your face your back anywhere Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so it's happened once it was not pre-discussed so i was a little bit surprised it was on my (laughs) back after you know doggy style and -hmm. i was like oh Okay. Um, so I think it was a while ago. It was, it was years and years ago. So I think partially like the surprise aspect of it wasn't my favorite because I was like, what sure. the fuck did you just do? And then, yeah. then also it's my back. So now I just have to lie there on my stomach until this gets cleaned up because I can't like I've got shears <laughs> all over my back. Um, so I wasn't 100%. I wasn't against it, but I also was like, um, I don't know about this. Right. <laughs> so it, it, I've gone a long time since then without anything like that. And then recently I offered it as a like, hey, because oh. I'm sleeping with someone at the moment who it's fun but you know he's like i want to come inside you and i'm like no i'm not on the pill we aren't doing that right (laughs) that will lead to pregnancy that i'm not having and so i was like you could come on my dits and he was like huh and he did not (laughs) want to do that he thought that was weird and i was like okay that's fine i'm not gonna make you but i was like huh is it weird or is it not weird like i couldn't decide then i was like wait He seemed really off put by the whole idea. And I was like, but you love my tits because he loves my tits. And I was like, I just thought that would have been a little bit something he would be more interested in. Turns out he's not. That's fine, too. That's fine. So I don't know. I have had one experience that wasn't the greatest and then I've offered it and not had it be interesting. So So I don't know. I don't know what I feel about it. I think I do want – I'm open to the idea of it. But again, I like the conversation around it first. Like, don't surprise me. And I have a really (laughs) fucking hard rule, not my face. Like, I think if someone ended up shooting in my face, I would be pissed. Yeah. I'd be like, no. That is <laughs> like my face and my hair because I just, no. I think without discussing it, it's a problem for sure. Especially if it's going to be like your face. <laughs> oh, I think yeah. most mostly your face more, more than anything. And it is a surprise if it's like not something you guys have, yeah, obviously discussed before. If he just pulls out and then like does it on your back, you know, uh-huh. in a surprise move. But I am, just like you, I am surprised that your curtain partner is like, Uh, No, that's weird. I don't want to do that because I feel like that's like a really 
big thing. Maybe he's not a porn watcher, which he, is fine. He might not be, right? I'm not. Yeah. I don't watch porn. I, so. Exactly. But I do. I know it enough happened. about porn to yes. understand that I'm pretty sure that's how it happens in all porn. <laughs> a lot of the money shot is, I mean, most of it's on the face, but it's not always, you know. Yeah. It's on the tits. It's on the on the back, on the butt. And yeah. Well, Maybe I'll be open up to it later, but maybe, maybe he's thinking about it right now. Maybe, <laughs> like, man, I should have taken her up on that offer. <laughs> maybe it's like just try it and see if you like it. You uh, know, I that's know. All you could do. I was like, hey, it was. I felt like it was a compromise, but yeah, if not, that's fine for sure. So I feel like the one time I did let someone go on my face, obviously, it was Dan, and it was in the shower because I too was like, no, I have to clean this. And yeah, I want to? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, on the and I think that goes for like the chest too and definitely the back. I think in early early on in our relationship when, you know, he was 18 and I was 19, like we were really young, we were scared of getting pregnant, accidentally pregnant. <laughs> Little did we know. <laughs> um so so there were some uh, like a lot of pullout moments that mm-hmm. we had. And then we got married and then we were like, okay, we don't have to do this anymore. So we never had to do that anymore. But there were times where when we were being intimate, if Dan was just like, can I come on your face? We would talk about it. I'm like, sure, but we have to go in the shower because I'm not going to do this on the bed. (laughs) Sorry. It's like sticky and it's like not fun. And well, it's fun, but it's not fun to clean, you know, like not the coolest thing. But this scene in particular was really hot. The blow, I mean, just like the description of the blowjob yeah. was really good. Super, Super good. Because it was, again, like he's uncircumcised. So they had that whole oh, yeah, open right. dark. Like she, it's not her first uncircumcised penis. So she has a little bit of experience with it. But she still knows, you know, you ask the guy, like, tell me how to do this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, give me advice and guide me through it. Because, you know, not every penis is the same, whether it's circumcised or not. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. This might be oversharing, and but I don't think he'll <laughs> listen to the podcast. But I had my first grower. What? What do you? I mean? know. I never knew this. I mean, you hear the, the hear the terms shower and grower in regards okay. to penises before, and I always okay. had heard it, but I've never like understood or believed or like I just was like whatever. That's a thing. Guys are like into that, like wh- whether their penises are whatever. okay. Yeah, you're gonna have to explain it to me. I have heard it too, but I don't so know the like showers what it is. are just they look big always, and then they get hard, right? Okay. Growers look small and then are surprising when they get hard because they're bigger (laughs) (laughs) like surprisingly bigger when they get hard so yes and i was like oh you know okay yeah it's small that's fine and then it was not small later and i was like oh i'm like well that that surprised me (laughs) that is so cool though i had not I had not encountered that before. I think everything else I'd been, you know, had 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 fucked around with was yeah. just bigger and, you know, kind of just stayed that size, just got hard. Okay. This one is smaller and that gets bigger as it gets hard. Ah. I was okay. like, so that was interesting because I was like, oh, I've never <laughs> seen that before. <laughs> No, so so then I would say showers like to wear the sweatpants. Yes. Probably. Yeah. Showers are the, the gray sweatpant meme is for showers. Pants. Yeah. Growers wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't show up much on the gray sweatpants. <laughs> I mean, unless they're growing and well, then it's like Yeah, it's gone. then they're unless they're hard. <laughs> 
Oh, that's really but yeah, interesting. I was just like, that's what that fucking term means. Like, it just <laughs> dawned on me. I was like, yeah. oh my God, I totally get that now. I never, I just, you hear it and you just move oh, on with your life because you're like, for sure. Oh. <laughs> but oh, we don't care. Like, as no, I don't the, care. <laughs> like, I don't care. I, I wonder if that is a topic of conversation for, I'm sure it is for me. I'm going to ask Dan tonight. Oh, like, he will what? give you a whole, like, we should, oh. yes. Yes, we should ask yes. him. <laughs> Oh, I'm totally. sure he's like, oh yeah, we talk about it all the time. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd be interested to know. Oh, that's really no, I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> also, we're talking about sweatpants. Also, sweatpants. So, Heather Gray sweatpants. So, so wait, so that I think we did finish our kisses. So, so you have left oh yes, dad, sorry, just in the shower. Yeah, if it's like on my face. Well, yeah. <laughs> if he if he wants is- to do on my face or on my chest, then yes. Typically, I would I would allow that more in the shower, but he's done it early on from like if it was from behind or whatever, mm-hmm. and we were trying to be safe as far as pregnancy goes, then he would pull out. But he doesn't. But we don't do that anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's it's a different story now. But yeah, we have done it before. Mm-hmm. I have allowed that before. Yeah, and it wasn't too bad. I just like you said, I I just would prefer it to not be on the bed, on the sheets, or anything like that if it was. <laughs> on my face or whatever i don't even swallow so like for me i have to like if it goes if if he if he finishes in my mouth i jump up and i run away really quick to the bathroom so <laughs> it's just one of the, i can't do it it's yep, one of those hey, things that's that's perfectly fine it's all good no no i don't mind again i think as long as there's conversation around it, because, yeah, the one time I've had it happen, it was surprised. And I was kind of like, did I like that or <laughs> not? <laughs> yeah. You know, you get a lot more like, huh, was that supposed to be fun or degrading? <laughs> like, I'm not sure. Yeah. So that was our kids tell. Mm-hmm. And that was, that. I thought that was a, a really fun one. I think the whole let up her talking being really really blunt about i'm just gonna suck your dick and it's gonna be hard and good and he just like had a walking boner the whole time and couldn't wait to see her yeah because it looked like she was on a bus and in la i think that's a next to a nightmare <laughs> yeah. oh god i can imagine and so she texted him right when she got on the bus and then it was like an hour and a half or something <laughs> till she showed up and so when she showed up he's like you can't send me those texts and then like <laughs> yeah. takes so long to get here yes yeah for sure like what do you think you did to me all day i was in and also he was in a meeting with his staff yeah at the bakery (laughs) (laughs) i just love that i do love that kind of sexy flirty shit um in this book Mm -hmm. he's very physically affectionate too so like even very early on their first like after their first date before they've actually had any kind of intercourse or or relationship or you know intimacy he's touching her arm and her back and she mentions it she's just like he loves to touch me and i think that's very sweet if that's like your love language physical touch Mm -hmm. then he's a good boyfriend for that (laughs) (laughs) so there are some things though like okay so we had great sex lovely but then we get to the part in the book where there is a little bit of drama about Mm -hmm. you know the relationship section and because at the beginning, Nora's like, I'm not, I don't want a relationship. I'm focusing on my career. I can't be distracted. Uh, you know, she just was like looking for occasional good times. 
Bowie has gotten out of a relationship after a couple months and everybody in his life is telling him like, you need to be single. You jump Mm -hmm. from relationship to relationship and you put yourself, you like fall in love instantly and put yourself in, in a hundred percent and they don't last. And then you're heartbroken and like you, you need to give yourself some space and he has a hard time doing that. And towards this part of their relationship when they kind of, you know, they go all in together and she basically spends the next week or two weeks, I think, at his house, like living mm-hmm. out of a duffel bag. And they're always together. It's, you know, they have those kind of convenient, like, loosey-goosey jobs where <laughs> yeah, you can, like, yes, you have to go to work, but it's also like, uh, you nanny sometimes and, and you work at the bakery sometimes and you can spend a lot more time than the, you know, nine to five office jobs mm-hmm. <laughs> five days a week. But anyway, <laughs> so they're spending like every moment they're not working together and all of this. And then she gets this opportunity for that one audition. They call, mm-hmm. they do call her back, but they've escalated the timeline. So they need her in like the next day. And she just is like, I can't freaks do this anymore. Out. I need she time. freaks out. That was so immediate. Yeah. Right? I felt like her reaction was so knee jerk. I, I agree. I also think... I think she was not she didn't express and but she had told him a couple of times already that she wasn't good at expressing mm-hmm. her feelings in words. So yeah. I think she's not good at telling like at, at saying calmly, no, I'm not I don't need a break. I just literally need to go home and do this interview or uh, audition or whatever, call back. And and I just need to not have not be at your house for like two days. Right. Yeah. That really is what the, the end it result was. She really should have just said that. But right. instead she's like, I need a break. I can't do this with a I can't be us. And yeah. he's like, You're breaking up with me and he's all heartbroken and she's all like, I gotta go. Don't talk to me. <laughs> don't call was- me. Don't text me. Don't give me space. And he's like, Oh my Oh my god. And I was it was like, Yeah, I I yeah. Somebody needs too much. to sit you down and have some words. <laughs> <laughs> It, I mean, like, especially because in two days' time, when they do get, when she does, she's like, hey, can we talk? She texts him and, and they get back together and they're rekindling. It was, like you said, only two days. but Two or three, I, but yeah. Uh, I thought with how she had reacted to that whole situation that it was going to be, like, months before they even got back together because it was just, it yeah. seemed so well, big. I think what we were seeing is two different relationship dynamics right Mm -hmm. so he seems to be the kind of person who when he gets into a relationship tries to become and he says this he tries to become that person's everything like be everything do everything for them so they have no excuse or reason to leave Mm -hmm. and that's unhealthy (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. too much nobody should be anybody's everything people need multiple things and people and stuff in their life to fulfill different aspects of them and then on her end She's had so many, both her family happens, says says it a lot, but also it sounded like some of her past relationships where they haven't respected her job. They don't treat her being an actress as a real thing. And so they put pressure on her to skip auditions, to break contracts, to like do things that they want to do instead of that because they don't see it as real. So I think her knee jerk reaction was, if I tell him I need a day to go do this callback he won't want me to do that he'll think it's not serious or important and so i'm going to just tell him i need a break 
Yeah. And then his reaction is like, no, I can do everything for you. I will help you with this. Just let me help you. And she's like, I need to do it on my own. That's so, so true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I think that's what we were seeing. And then eventually they got to a better place because he learned, he did learn not to pressure her. Like mm-hmm. he wanted to text her the next day or, you know, call her. And he's like, she said space. So I'm giving her a hundred percent space. The part that made me laugh was, I think she's talk. I think Nora's talking to her roommate. It's been the two days. She's done her callback. It went great. She yeah. basically has the part. Yes. All of this is wonderful. And she's like, I'm really like, I'm really glad he gave me the space. I think that was really great. But I'm also really upset that he hasn't called me. I, I highlighted that yes, part. I was like, get I was your like, shit together. You told him to back off. He is respecting your wishes. He wants more than anything to call you back. Like, but you this straight is up why said, women look oh, crazy. Yes, that's exactly why. But, but it's also a hundred percent true. Oh like, yeah, it yeah, is yeah. absolutely how my brain works sometimes. Where I'm like, I got exactly what I wanted, but I'm also slightly disappointed that you didn't give me what I didn't want. Also, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it is so difficult. That's just like us with these books. It wasn't enough sex. It was too much sex. It was oh. <laughs> too much talking. Oh. And you know, all over the place. We we <laughs> we want everything and nothing all at the same time. We Every like it all, time. and we're also disappointed in everything. Always. <laughs> 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 so but i really did and i thought that was important like like f- them closing out the relationship that way and like mm-hmm. or not closing it out but like ending the book with that kind of understanding like he needs to give space to partners like it doesn't yes. you know you don't have to be everything all at once from the beginning like you have yeah. to grow together and have your own space and time too and then she needs to be better about expressing those needs yes. and asking for what she wants and not just shutting down and going we're done you know yeah and eventually obviously they'll see this relationship is still so new they'll start to figure that out they'll understand each other's those idiosyncrasies and like how what each other's tics are and just you know something like that those things come in time sure but you know obviously all of these books move so fast (laughs) everything is so quick This is just like everything I want in a holiday book, a holiday romance book. I fucking loved it so much. It's got the humor. It's got the sexy part. It's got like family. There's all these beautiful. We aren't even talking about like the ancillary characters and all their family shit Mm -hmm. and beautiful like wedding and all of that that's happening. Um, And the like found family kind of scenario and everything is so cute. And I love it. It is exactly like the Hallmark movies you wish they'd make. Yes. <laughs> like, I love myself a Hallmark Christmas, but why is there never sex in them? I know it's Hallmark, but uh, still, <laughs> where's well, my naughty sex scenes? We're waiting for that. Oh, that, that channel. channel. That's going to happen. And Elon Musk's sister, right? Come is that who on, I said uh, it was? If, yes, I think it was Elon Musk's sister. And I fucking can't wait for it, which is, I mean, what channel is it that shows boobs? Is it Showtime HBO? or Cinemax? Well, what? HBO definitely shows boobs. Yeah. Do you ever? Do, have you ever seen White Lotus? Yes. The first se- season. I have, the- I'm waiting on second until it's out. I, I want. Oh, okay. I, I want to binge it. I struggled watching the first season episodically because I don't watch TV that way anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I know you I have can't to wait. watch it all together. Okay. <laughs> whatever. Whatever channel that's on. Whatever HBO. network. 
that. Okay, then HBO. Then it needs to be on HBO. There needs to be an offset of whatever it is because I need to see some dick and boobs and just mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I need to and see all, all of it, it done up in Santa gear with sprinkly yes. cookies and holiday <laughs> lights. I want to fuck under a Christmas tree. I mean, there's so much. <laughs> So much. I just love yes. though, but this book is absolutely like I just love it. And for a first book, damn girl. I know. It's so impressive. So fucking impressive to write it is this so well. Good. Yes. Right out the gate. Oh yeah. You there can tell was... she is a, an avid reader. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it comes out in her writing. Absolutely. It was just the relationship dynamics were wonderful. The humor is there. The characters, it's just and it's it's <laughs> it's an avid romance reader who's like there's a he- there are problems in romance books and I'm going to fix them all. <laughs> Essentially, that's exactly what she did. She represented certain She's classes like, that weren't, you know, uh, represented tall, full-figured and- lady, yeah. short, ginger, bi man. Like I mean, all like, this shit that you don't see. Like how it's beautiful. Yeah. No, it was it, it was amazing. I think one of my favorite things throughout this book was a lot of Bowie's parts where there were just undertones throughout the book where he would just talk to himself about how much he adored Nora, how much he loved her body and herself and her personality and just like different parts throughout the different chapters and stuff. And I loved that because he emoted so much feeling towards her. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I don't know, it was just really beautifully written. Of course, I loved the sex scenes too, but the emotions that she wrote behind it it's just it's good it's a good recommended read guys absolutely it's like gonna be my new favorite christmas book (laughs) i have a handful of christmas books i read every year yeah and this is gonna go on the list where it just fits in with all my other christmas books i'm like these i gotta get through every season every Mm -hmm. christmas it's a perfect short it has it all in one book Mm -hmm. one one and it doesn't feel short no it actually doesn't it really and doesn't. It's so full of sex, but it doesn't feel like all we got was sex. Like, I don't no. know how she did this. It might no. be a magical book. I, it's a fucking brilliant bro- <laughs> She wrote it. And uh, yet, no, the characters, the story, the length of the book, there was the right amount of comedy, the right amount of drama. It was just, no, it was perfect. I loved it a lot. Yep. So. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah, I think we're good here. And then, you know, we're going to take her idea and have our own sex toy gift exchange christmas party yeah we will do that and so we hope you guys enjoyed this book as much as we did and as a quick reminder for our next episode we're going to be reading unhinged by helen hart is the next volume in that series so stay tuned for that guys and in the meantime please feel free to reach out to us on social media or on our email and that is shh dirty books that with three h's and you can find us at facebook instagram twitter gmail.com and you can visit us on our website at dirtybooks.com and most places that you could find podcasts if you guys can go there give us a rate review and subscribe that would be truly appreciated and thank you so much jim townsend for the music and with that we'll say good night and happy holidays this is Selat. and this is kalina and we'll see you guys later bye yeah, you've been listening to Shh, Reading Dirty Books with Galena and Saylette. Be sure to tune in to the next episode. Get some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them.